times like this when you learn that a church is not just a group of people, it truly is a family. And I want you to know we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, Lisa will return very soon. We love her and we're praying for her. Before I begin, just a short announcement. Out on the lobby table are the giving statements that uh, April had put out there for everybody to pick up. So at the end of the message today, if you want to grab that. Today I want to open with uh, our Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. The atmosphere of God will lift every weight that you may be carrying. The presence of the Lord will usher in rest and contentment in every circumstance of your life, no matter what you may be going through. When we worship God, we allow him to move in our hearts and have his will. Write this down. Do you have a pen? Worship always releases breakthroughs. Worship always releases breakthroughs. If you may not see it in the natural just yet, know that you have moved things in the spirit realm. Know that you have put things in motion. You have caused angels to be sent forth on your behalf and on the behalf of others. Worship is drawing near to God. And what does God say? When, he, when we draw near to him, he draws near to us. In the place that he draws near to, it's never the same again. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever, I said wherever, the Spirit of the Lord is, what does it say? There is freedom. Amen. Wherever the Spirit is, there you will find freedom. Worship opens an avenue for God to work in you. An atmosphere for him to act in our hearts. It will break up any callousness or hardness in the heart caused from years of fear and anxiety. I know when I was younger, when I was a young kid, I experienced such tremendous anxiety. And I'm very thankful for my father who poured scripture into me day after day. Excuse me. And the Lord broke me free from that anxiety. Crazy Lord. He broke me free from that fear and that worry and the tormenting thoughts because Jesus loves me. And his love banished all fear. Praise Jesus. Your encounter, your experience. Your time spent in God's love, his love letter, 
will revive all the inner workings of your heart to be like that of God's heart. The scripture says in the Aramaic, 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. There is no fear in love. No fear. There is a place where we can dwell, where there is absolutely no fear whatsoever. Perfect love casts out fear because fear is by suspicion. But listen to this. But he who fears, if you are experiencing fear, if you are experiencing anxiety, do not feel condemned. It says, grow up in the love of God, the antidote to the fear, the antidote to the anxiety. Basking in his love day after day, it will change you. We are all here growing in the love of God. So don't fear if you are fearing. Don't be anxious. Do not be troubled. If you are anxious, simply grow in the love that God has for each and every one of you. Allow his love to mature you, to give you experience in his character. The more and more time that you spend in God's character, what do you learn? He never changes. He is faithful. The experience you gain, you say, God got me through that. This is nothing. God can get me through this. It doesn't matter how difficult it's presented to you. God is faithful. God is reliable. He will get you through any difficulty that you may be going through. In Jesus' name. Trust him with everything. This is the time to put everything on the true foundation. Everything. When you hear the word, you're growing in his love. When you worship, you're growing in his love. When you pray, you're growing in his love. When you're in his word, you're growing in his love. You're getting stronger. When he shows up, what does he remind us of? All the difficulties melt, and we are reminded of his omnipotence, of his grandeur, that nothing's too difficult for him. I want to open to Acts chapter 16, verse 25 through 31. <clears throat> Acts chapter 16, verse 25 through 31. We're going to learn about two men, Paul and Silas, what they did in, in the midst of a horrible situation, prison, a place that you would, in the natural look, and think, oh, that's a place of suffering, a place of agony, pain. But what do we find these two men doing? Not suffering. Not suffering. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord is there. Because they are worshipers, 
because they are sons of the living God. These men knew the love of God. Let's begin to read. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Paul and Silas were not in prison, but they were free because the Spirit of the Lord was with them. And listen to what it goes on to say. The prisoners were listening to them. Remember that there are going to be people in your sphere of influence who are listening. They know you're a Christian. They want to know what God's about. They may put a front up. They may say, oh, I don't want anything to do with that. But they are listening. They are inclining their ear. And you will show them who God is. You will show them through his love and what he has done in your heart. Praise you, Lord. You're going to tell them. You're going to tell them in boldness, in courage. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in. Remember it? And trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? For all those who are listening, believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved. You and your household, call on the name of Jesus, he will come into your heart, and he will change it. The same way he wrecked the foundations of that prison, he will come in and uproot every foundation that is not him, that is not Jesus, because he is the true foundation. Paul and Silas could have thought, jailed up, bound, well, the Lord's coming back soon. We'll just wait it out. Or they could have thought, well, it's just our time. The men's circumstances did not affect their posture in the spirit. They were singing to God directly. They were singing to God directly. And the glory of God not only shook the prison, it says there was an earthquake. It shook the earth. Notice it says the foundations of the prison were shaken. He shook the whole earth. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. A spirit of worship was there. A spirit of worship was there. I want you to notice in verse 26 how kind and generous and good God is. Everyone's bonds were unfastened. His power was so great, so powerful, it poured out onto others. It affected the people around them. That's the Holy Spirit in you. 
today. That's the Holy Spirit in you today. Paul and Silas manifested sonship. They knew they were not rejected prisoners. They knew that they were not rejected, but they were accepted by the King, by the Lord of Lords, by their Father. They brought the glory into that prison and wrecked it from the very foundations. So I ask you, what prisons need to be wrecked today by you manifesting sonship, manifesting who you are in Christ, allowing who you are to come out in your words, in boldness, in courage, in declaring God, in declaring the truth, in witnessing. The Bible says that you are a world conqueror. The Aramaic says you are a universe conqueror. The Bible says that you are more than a conqueror. Praise you, Jesus. So I ask you, what can stand in your way? What's that? Praise you, Lord. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 through 5. Because everyone who is born from God conquers the universe. This is the Aramaic. And this victory is the victory that conquers the universe, our faith. Who is he who conquers the universe? But he who believes that Yeshua is the Son of God. When, he see, when we see his grace, he sees our faith. There's nowhere that darkness can step that you don't already have authority over that area. Because Jesus has conquered this world. So we're going to say this with boldness and walk out in 2022 with this declaration, I conquer this universe because of my faith and because of the object of my faith, Jesus. Because I serve the Messiah who purchased my life on the cross and gave me new life when he rose. I am more than a conqueror. We don't overcome by logic or arguments or opinions. We overcome by our faith, by the word of a holy God. The one, that's you, who stands on the word and is unmoved from it, you are mighty. Your faith is the shield of defense, and your wor your, the word is your weapon to strike the devil. Unstoppable is the one 
who dives into the Word of God and pulls up treasures of wisdom. Unstoppable. Eph Ephesians chapter 6, 16 through 18. Take up the shield of faith with which you can, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. God has given you the ability to resist the devil in every manner. You do not have to ever put up with any tormenting thoughts of anxiety. You do not have to put up with it. Take up the shield of faith and you will extinguish every lie of the devil. That is how the word sees you. That is how the word sees you. Resisting the devil. Take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. Liberation. Which is the word of God. Paul and Silas in prison did not wallow in self-pity. Neither will you. Neither will you. You are not a victim. You are a victor. Lies from the enemy will always make you feel like a victim but the truth will always see you as a victor and empower you to carry it out into your new identity. He gives you a new identity and the empowerment to carry that out. Chains cannot stay bound in an atmosphere of praise. Think about when Jesus simply walked into the room Demons cried out. Demons cried out to ask to be thrown into pigs. Think about how much power and majesty that is. Praise sets in motion breakthroughs in the unseen. It sets angels in motion. It sets victory in your camp. So from now on, View hardships, difficulties, struggles, challenges, pains. View it all as simply dynamite that's going to blow up in the devil's face. View it as dynamite that's going to blow up in the devil's face. Because these are great offenses against the children of God. What was meant for evil, God turned for good. That's my God. That's my God. Say, that's my God. He's not going to allow the enemy to mess with you. He's equipped you. He has equipped you with tools that destroy the works of the devil. The devil can't do anything against these tools that God has given you. Weapons of fear 
will not prosper against you? Because the blood of Jesus has caused every evil weapon to lose its eternal sting. To lose its eternal sting. It may hurt at times now. But remember what the scripture says. Romans 8.18 I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. It's not worth comparing. And from an eternal perspective, suffering is nothing because of what God has for us. Praise Jesus. So, be of good cheer this coming year. Be full of great hope. This is the time of celebration. Even when things are tough, when things may, may seem insurmountable in the natural, our God is worthy. That gives great comfort to know that no matter what, God is worthy. Amen? No matter how dark the enemy tries to make the world, God calls each and every one of his children the light of the world. He calls you the light of the world. We have a kingdom in us which is untouchable. Matthew 5, verse 14 through 16. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. There is nothing around it to hinder it or influence it or hide it from view. Reading on, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. They put it on its stand. They put it on its stand. Sometimes that stand, that place of influence can be a painful place. Sometimes it can be uncomfortable. This world can be a painful place to be in at times. But God has given you this place of influence to shine his love. What a glorious purpose to show the world I can, you can, do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Your praise is your gift, your response to God, your stomp on the devil's head, and your demonstration to your fellow man. It's a gift to God, a stomp on the devil's head, and a demonstration of God's goodness to your fellow man. Yes. It's 
pandemic is an example of a fear prison in this world. Trying to segregate and divide. And it is the children of God, true worshipers who worship in spirit and in truth. Those are the ones who are going to lead the way out of the fear cells. So get louder, get bolder, get more persistent in prayer and praise like Paul and Silas who showed the way out of prison. Celebration. We, the children of God, are going to show the power of God in us and through us. Amen? I say to everyone listening, deliverance is available when you call on the name. Victory is available by the name of Jesus, Yeshua. God's provided a way out of fear. Listen, world. He's provided a way out of fear, out of oppression, out of uncertainty, and into his goodness. He has given us the keys to open the cell doors and walk out into his marvelous kingdom where there is no fear, only provision, only love. Matthew 16, verse 19. I will give you, I will give you, thank you, Jesus. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. Whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Jesus is your healer. He is your miracle worker. He is your restorer, your closest ally, your rich reward, your helper, your defender, your best friend. The one who came and suffered, who knows what it is like to be tempted yet without sin, who can identify with you and say, I know exactly what you are going through. It says to us, fear not, for I have overcome this world. I have overcome the root of evil, death. I have overcome fear itself. When the truth of, God word, of God's word takes root and grows in your heart, you abiding in him, him abiding in you, the things that are not of God get pushed away. I am so thankful for that. When you grow up in the love of God, your identity gets rooted in his love. Jesus, our great example of how to live here on earth, walking by the Holy Spirit, doing what we see our Father do, saying only what we hear our Father say, 
we are to always follow the perfect example that Jesus demonstrated to us. Luke chapter 2, verse 40. The child continued to grow and become strong, increasing in wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Verse 40. And Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. So as we grow in wisdom and in who God is, his character, the result is more boldness and courage, more experience in his character. You'll know no matter what situation arises, you'll know the Father's heart towards you. You'll know that no matter what situation, his thoughts towards you outnumber the grains of sand and the number of stars. One of the most, the biggest way we can measure things is by number of stars and great sand. Look at how God is trying to help you understand that his love cannot be measured. It cannot be measured. Just like in the garden, we can say, I've walked with my God. I have been with him. I know him. I have experience with him. The entire word of God is his love letter to you. When we grow in his word, we grow in his love. I would like to close with this. Do not be rattled if you are experiencing fear. Our Father's heart for you is for you to know his love fully without measure. God wants you to know the freedom and liberation from fear he has purchased for each and every one of you. So go home, meditate, and dwell on God's love for you. As your good shepherd, Jesus Christ, his thoughts are fixed on each and every one of you. For your defense, for your good, for your prosperity, for your health, for your well-being. Be rooted in his love. In regards to 2022, remember who you are. You are a town built on a hill. You are placed on a stand for a very special purpose. 2022 going to be a year of great calling, a place of great influence for the advancement of the kingdom of God. And each of you will answer the call. When a believer and God join together in agreement, manifestations take place. Titus chapter 2 
verse 11 through 14. I'm reading in the Aramaic. Titus chapter 2, verse 11 through 14. For the all-saving grace of God has been revealed to all men. And it leads us to reject wit wickedness and the lusts of the world and to live in this world in purity and righteousness and in the worship of God. While we look for the blessed hope and the revelation of the glory of the great God and our life-giver, Yeshua the Messiah, who gave himself in our place to redeem us from all evil, dead works, and to purify a new people for himself, which is zealous of good works, not for the purposes of justification, but for the purposes of glorifying God. That verse 8, uh, chapter 3, verse 8, that they who have believed in God would be concerned to cultivate good works, for these things are good and beneficial for the children of men. We are going to be a people in 2022 who are preoccupied with, zealous of good works for the benefit of those around us, for those who are listening, because there are people who are listening. And for the praise of God. God who's thrown open the, the doors of heaven for us here on earth. Let's lift ourselves up this year. And everything we possess to him for his use in the coming year. You are the salt of the earth. You have flavor. You have the life of God in you. So let's be a people who agree to be radically generous. Let's turn the temperature up on the devil this coming year. Let us be a people who, when slapped on the right cheek, we turn to them the other. When a person demands our shirt, we hand over our coat as well. When forced to go one mile, we go with them two miles. We give to the one who asks, and we will not turn away from the one who wants to borrow. We will be a people who walk in the law of love in 2022. Amen. So at this time, I would like to take tithe and offering and then we can hand out the communion cups.